It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right. Welcome to the Gut Check Project. I'm Eric Rieger, and I am joined by your host on the Gut Check Project, the board-certified gastroenterologist, Dr. Kim Brown. Welcome to your own show. Wow. So we are now on the Gut Check Project. This is the inaugural show. You know, I'm just thinking that we've been planning on doing something like this for a long time. We had this incredible opportunity to do it with these great mentors, Chef Patrick, um, and all these other great guys here doing this incredible production value. Now we have a studio. You know, I'm thinking that maybe our tagline should be something like the Gut Check Project. Let's all check our egos at the door and learn from each other. Nothing is off the table. Nothing's off the table. In fact, we have a bunch of stuff on our table. Um, <laughs> so this is our first episode. People may say, Gut Check Project sounds great. Who in the hell is that guy? He says he's a doctor, but he's not wearing scrubs. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Brown? So my name is Kenneth Brown. I'm a board-certified gastroenterologist. I do want to back up just a second and explain exactly why we're here. Because a few weeks ago, um, I had the opportunity and the pleasure to come and actually be a guest on Doc Thompson's show here on Mojo 5.0. Sure. And then we came over to Spoonie Radio, and we had a great show. You can go to the YouTube channel and take a look at that. And unfortunately, a few days later, he was actually tragically killed. So I just want to uh, pay respects to that and say thank you. We wouldn't be here without him. I had such a great time with him, and he's the one that explained, man, you, you can do this. You guys should have your own show. It's going to be fun. So unfortunately, you know, we lost this great guy and he's the, he's the real reason why we're sitting in this particular studio. Cause I got so excited hanging out with him. So no doubt. Yeah. So, um, as I said, my name's Ken Brown, board certified gastroenterologist. I'll give you i I'll just give you the whole story. There's probably a lot of people that don't know anything about me. So they probably don't. I'm, um, I was actually born in Lubbock, Texas. That's right. Big Red Raider. Big Red Raider. Um, briefly. <laughs> Uh, parents moved e- almost immediately to Nebraska, so I consider myself more of a Nebraskan. And I went to uh, medical school in Nebraska. My fourth year of med school, I'm scraping ice off my car, and I just went, no, I'm done with this. I'm going to move someplace <laughs> cool and warm, and I just ran to Texas. And so I ended up doing the rest of my training in San Antonio and became board medicine certified in internal medicine and then gastroenterology. And since then, moved to the Dallas area, Plano, Texas. Have been practicing gastroenterology for, wow, too long now. Yeah, sure. Good while. <laughs> a good while. A lot of rear ends. Yeah, yeah. A lot. Uh, yeah, we do. I'm a, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a butt doctor. That's why I say nothing's off the table. I'll talk about anything <laughs> when we're over here. And so uh, I have two kids. I have a Puerto Rican wife, so we uh, speak a lot of Spanish in the house. Um, I work very hard so that my family can play a lot of tennis. And sure. we're on Spoonie Radio. We got Chef Patrick being a mentor here. And as it turns out, my family is uh, total foodies. We love sort of bonding around food. So it's a perfect environment. We're in this diner setting. It's a great way to launch the show. So I want to ask you, um, Eric Superfly Rieger, I think that's your 
Sure, your, yeah. Your yeah. nickname? No, without question. My, my parents always called me Superfly. Yeah, so Eric, I know that you were a child actor. A brief period you did, you were a rodeo clown. Right. And then you were a male model. Yep. And so what do what are you doing now besides helping me host this show? Uh, well, I was in the middle of inventing a mechanism to create high-temperature ice cubes. And uh, didn't really work out. So, I were they did, melting every time? Dang, it. there was nothing I could do. But I will say that that led to me deciding to become a CRNA or a certified registered nurse anesthetist. And then back in uh, 2012, I ended up meeting you, and we've been—I uh, was your anesthesia provider as uh, you were working in gastroenterology. And uh, of course, I work uh, a few places outside of the GI clinic to deliver anesthesia as well. But uh, I also have a wife and two sons that are not into tennis, but very much uh, into uh, competitive basketball and uh, both in high school now. And uh, so that basically led to me working alongside you. And next thing I know, uh, just like every aspiring gastroenterologist and anesthesia provider, I ended up on a podcast. There we go. So you, um, so it looks like you're CRNA. You've got kids that are heavily involved in basketball. Sure. Um, I do believe you work for another company called Atron Teal, which is dear to my heart, which we'll talk in a little bit. Yeah. And, um, you even have worked for a tequila company and still have a part owner of that, right? Uh, yeah, I am a small owner of that. Uh, one of my best friends I grew up with in, uh, Gainesville, Texas, his name is, uh, Scott Willis. And several years ago, he just approached me and said, I'm going to start a tequila company by myself unless you want to help. And I knew nothing about it. And I said, that sounds great. Let's do it. So, uh, we asked people for money, would they like to invest in tequila and people like investing in alcohol. And, uh, he, back in 2012, right when I met you, he launched, uh, tequila five, one, two, and it's based out of Austin and they slowly are growing out. It's an all organic tequila and he's, uh, he's doing quite well. He's very excited. So we both are involved in several companies. So this is what happens when ADD just meets momentum (laughs) and just things just keep going. And we decide, yeah, let's just have our own podcast now. Do it in a full studio that has, uh, you know, great mentors, like I'd mentioned. Like, um, we're going to have the ability to have this high production value. We've got the cameras. This is stuff that we could never do. You and I have talked about doing a podcast before, but I'm so excited that we're on Spoonie Radio right now to actually launch this. We've... um, We've been involved with a lot of great people over the last few years. I bet I've done a lot of podcasts. Without question. Yeah. And we've made some great contacts. <clears throat> and basically, all those guys, every one of the podcasts we've gone on, guys like Chris Kresser and Rob Wolf, and oh, I could just name, we've done Ben Greenfield, ton of podcasts. They've all been so cool to us and kept in touch and said, when you guys have your own show, we can do this. I would love for Spoonie Radio to get big enough that we can start flying these people in and having great shows. And talking about different things. That's my ultimate goal with this. So, you know, support of this show is going to be really important. I would say with uh, the the mentorship of Doc Thompson and, of course, in his wake, you still have Patrick. You still have Ron. You still have uh, Tom and, and all the company really picking up and pressing with Spoonie Radio that it won't be long until that happens. And, you know, it, it doesn't just stop at those uh, podcasts that you mentioned. I mean, you were even on the, you were even on the Wellness Mama. You even were on uh, Kara Fitzgerald. The exposure that you had there from going on all of those different types of podcasts, I think is, well, it was, it was really eye-opening. So maybe tell us a little bit about why are you doing this podcast after doing all of those podcasts? 
every time that we had the opportunity to go on with such great people that were really established, if they had like um, Melanie Avalon, okay, that, uh, intermittent fasting. fasting I yeah. went on her intermittent fasting podcast, and because of the research I did for that, now I practice intermittent fasting. So I start looking at what everybody's message is. We look at Ben Greenfield. He's a biohacker. Love the stuff he's doing. I look into everything that he has going on. That's how come I, now I have a infrared sauna. I got a vibration plate. I've got. A, I'm doing all these biohacking <laughs> things uh, because of uh, going on Ben's show and talking to him about all that stuff. Sure. And you know, I essentially I read uh, Rob Wolf's first book. He, I haven't read a second book yet, but his first book, The Paleo Solution, great book. I realized, oh my goodness, I I'm gonna I'm gonna change my diet here so that we can I can be more paleo. Um, every time we go on a show, Chris Cresser, the Cresser Institute, holy cow, fantastic functional medicine doctor. I'm a traditionally trained MD, and honestly, he opened up my world to the aspect of treating a patient holistically and working on their lifestyle to make everything better. He was the first person that I got in close contact with that was actually talking like that. So every time we do one of these podcasts, I grow from it. I become... Um, a more robust, I become a more holistic. I've just grown from being a traditional trained MD to more of a functional gastroenterologist. And I really want to thank every podcast I've been on. I mean, I'm thinking of some really fun ones. Uh, Sexy Brain, the author of Sexy Brain. Right. That was a super fun one where it's just her whole philosophy is that you have to, as we age, continue of sexuality and promoting that and protecting the brain. And you start seeing the certain themes. What we're seeing is protect the brain. In my motto, it's all health begins and ends in the gut. Correct. And if your gut is unhealthy, everything else is going to start breaking down on you. So if we can protect your gut, then we know we can protect your brain. And if I can get you to sleep, then we know that all the pillars of health are covered. And we're going to hopefully bring all these people in to give their expertise in each one of these spots. That's going to be the real goal of this show is to bring the education that I'm out there talking to people with. After I would do a show, I was shocked at how many people would contact me from all over the country, if not all over the world. And they would say, I heard you on this podcast. You mentioned this one thing. Can you expand on that a little bit more? I'm like, wow, they're emailing me. They're doing this. I just just on their podcast. That was it. People were trying to make appointments with me because they were so frustrated that their doctors were not listening to them. And here I am learning from authors. We have uh, biohackers. We've got athletes. We have professional athletes that we've been talking to. I feel like what the whole point of Gut Check Project is check your ego at the door. Let's learn from each other. And if we can learn from each other and I can get that message out to more people, I truly believe that we can change the landscape of health. So I'm going to say something here. I've, <clears throat> I've known you for several years. So I know and I've seen your patients come through. And I've seen where a lot of this genesis of the new ideas, the new applications of what you want to do with your patients and how they've begun to receive it because we see them in the GI lab and we see them from the very beginning. And then suddenly they begin to feel better. And then they talk about not only how has it affected them, but how they want to share that message with their own family. And then, uh, lo and behold, I believe the first actual podcast that you went on, you didn't have any warm-ups. You went straight to Chris Cresser because we literally did not know what we were getting into. And at that point, you went on, and it was was less than 24 hours it was published that suddenly phones, email, website, traffic, 
on and on and on. People began to reach out to you long outside or far outside your nucleus of where you have your practice in, in North Texas. It was multiple states. Tell me a little bit about that. What did that do for you to recognize what that platform was doing for you and the message that you had for people to get better? What that told me was that the people that were listening to that podcast mm-hmm. had a trusted source. There was no agenda. It's just somebody that they trusted and they listened to that and they wanted to continue to believe in whatever he was saying. Okay. When it's a podcast, you have the ability to subscribe or not. Uh, You're not stuck in traffic and an ad just pops up and it does this. This is what this show is going to be about. I want to talk about stuff that I truly believe in also. I want to talk about things that I have seen success with. I have a lot of patients that have had tremendous success doing diet changes, supplements, Um, you know, changing a few things, workout routines, and they get tremendous benefit from that. And none of their other doctors are talking like that. Well, the platform is bigger than this. We have to get the word out. When I learn something, I want everybody to get better. So what Chris showed me was we just jumped right in that that medium is so powerful. If you're honest, if you're talking science, if you're backing it up and you're bringing guests on that are doing the exact same thing, that's what I want to do with this. I want to bring typical scientists like that to talk research, to help out with that kind of thing. So if somebody has a question, let us know. Hey, can you talk to us about anti-aging? We'll reach out to, I mean, I, I have goals. I have aspirations. Peter Adia, I'm a huge fan of him. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he is an anti-aging specialist. You know, well, it's, uh, I've got some other interests also, jujitsu and things like that. You know, eventually we'll have some, uh, you know, Joe Rogan on the show. That's my aspiration. <laughs> you can show off your pogistic skills. It may be a little much on the first show to say that, but I do think that we can bring, we're going to merge, we're going to bridge the gap between traditional medicine and functional science or natural solutions. Okay, so you just hit on something else that I know that we're going to touch on eventually. And uh, just so people know, the, the idea behind Gut Check Project is every Thursday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central, Central Time, we will uh, stream live, and then, of course, it'll be available recorded after that. But every Thursday, that's going to be the Gut Check Project. And while we know that that's what we're going to do, we're going to have basic themes every single time that we do that. And what has enabled us to, to, to decide for Dr. Brown how to reach out to people on this medium is that he does want to bridge the gap. So that's something I know that we're going to talk about in the next half hour. But what is it to you to bridge that gap? What does that mean Specifically, because I know that it's between medical and natural science and the applications of the two. When I started my practice, um, I came out of just the classic, you know, Midwestern medical school, did my training in San Antonio, as I'd mentioned, Uh, learned a lot there about different uh, disease applications and different uh, disease states. And then once I started my practice, I started doing clinical research in pharmaceutical products that were being developed. And it was fascinating to me. I saw the the whole process of how a drug, a compound starts, what they have to do to get it to market, how they have to get it FDA approved, the studies that are done. And I did those studies. There's limitations to that. It costs a ton of money. Ton to of money. It. And you're not going to spend $30 million <clears throat> to get a drug approved if you're not kind of stacking the deck your way. So I realized that there's, we need research. When I went to medical school, it was the dawn of the evidence-based medicine approach. Sure. So before that, it was always, you know, you just had this mentorship where the guy in front of you taught you what they did and so on. That was the Socratic method of teaching. 
Now all of a sudden we're talking, oh, we need evidence-based medicine. Then everything became evidence. If the numbers didn't add up, no go. No go. Yeah. Well, guess what? If you got enough money, those numbers can add up. Yeah. Something you can buy some go. You can buy some go. Yeah. And that's what I was that's what I was seeing. So because of the traditional research that I was doing, I actually was able to find some holes. And that's how we ended up developing a product called Atrantil, my baby, very close to me. If you happen to be watching, if you can see, this is Atrantil, nice little green packaging there. We'll get into that a little bit more, but bottom line is, do me a favor, everybody, go to lovemytummy.com forward slash Spoonie. Spoonie, S-P-O-O-N-Y. Show some love. Um, you know, we really want to support this station, not just for us, but also um, we're trying to make sure that Doc Thompson's uh, vision keeps growing. Keeps and, growing. And that's one way to do it is to support the sponsors. Happens to be that I'm honored that my own company is a sponsor. And still offers the 100% money back guarantee. And they did it before we were given a show. That's what's so cool. Yes. So, yes, they did. So props to our CEO, Chuck, for taking a bit of a chance there. And hopefully it will continue to grow. What's up, Chuck? Um, so we have talked a little bit about Bridging the Gap. You've obviously hit on the fact that uh, you are the creator and a researcher behind the development of Audron Teal. It is a natural solution. Uh, you did do testing on it for IBS, but... Legally, here in the United States, you have to say bloating. Ironically enough, though, when the product was invited with open arms by the NPN in Canada, what is it that we can say in Canada, eh? <laughs> As he cracks a Molson. And, uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's very fascinating. We just got our um, NPS, NPS number? NPN. NPN number in Canada. And uh, in Canada, they're, they're very different than the U.S. They actually, they, they don't want you to talk around issues. Like, what do your studies fix what does it show what does it show what is the disease state so in canada if we're in canada our new labeling says irritable bowel syndrome in canada and um you know i, I have to give some props out to i i do a lot of hemorrhoid work and uh, the hemorrhoid work the company that i was using crh medical i actually called them this week because I'm like how do we market in canada how do we team up to do this as it happens the um the the products in Atrantil help with bloating and constipation, which ultimately bloating and constipation causes hemorrhoids. I'm like, let's team up. So that's another thing that we'll get into, but it's fun. It, you know, launching in a different country, different culture, trying to figure out what's going on. So yeah, so in Canada, we can say irritable bowel. Here, we got to say bloating in the vague terms. Well, we're all looking around and shifting our heads because this is our first half hour ever of the, uh, of the Gut Check Project. But what I can tell you is if you've tuned in so far, hang with us for the next hour and a half. We're going to talk a little bit about what it was for Dr. Brown to do research, what it was about the creation of Autron Teal, where he is on the ideas of the cannabis industry, natural, uh, naturally applied medications, on and on. And we're still going to get into some of the fun stuff. In fact, what's this little guy's name? If you can guess, go ahead and uh, email us. The, <laughs> the first 17,000 people to email this will get a green toothpick. Yes. So the inaugural show, we realized that we needed a mascot. We're calling this guy Gutsy. He's a frog on Correct. the toilet with a phone. Correct. And I figured that if we had somebody here, Gutsy, that uh, if somebody had a question and I couldn't answer, we'd have this little guy call up an expert because of all the work that we've been doing. I do know a lot of experts. Sure. I do know people um, that are experts in all kinds of things. We're going to have an expert next week. 
we're going to have an expert next week. That's correct. And probably we'll have experts every single week on topics. So if anybody has any topics that they want to cover. Um, KBMD Health. Pat Sajak came out with stage four pancreatic cancer today. Wrong. I'm wrong with that. That it's is a, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. They are I friends. I don't watch a lot of TV. So. No. Yeah. No, you did not ask that in the form of a question either. Yeah, I did not. So it's uh, very sad, but that came out today. It and did. I started thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, I've had people texting me all morning long. Hey, um, what does stage four cancer, pancreatic cancer mean? And I'm like, man, one of my partners, I got two partners that are pancreatic experts Yeah, that will tell you everything about that. That's what these guys do. We have a pancreatic surgeon that I work with all the time. Did you see his statement? No. He made, oh my gosh, it was so, he was so brave. He did it in his very, his very, uh, uh, a professional tone and even threw it to a joke saying he knows he's going to survive because he's got three years left on his contract. <laughs> and I mean, and it, it's, it's an incredibly difficult thing to go through knowing, but he, I believe he's 78 years old. Is he really? So he, he, looks, he looks amazing. He, he looks incredible. After all those insults by Sean Connery through the years, <laughs> and he still looks like you that. can suck a Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, shout out to Saturday Night Live and uh, the uh, the Jeopardies uh, with uh, Will Ferrell and <laughs> and uh, all and, and the Sean Connery uh, and uh, Burt Reynolds uh, impressions. I love that. some of the greatest things. When I saw that, that that he actually had pancreatic cancer, first thing I thought of was SNL. Yeah, because I don't watch, um, you know, I don't actually watch Jeopardy, but the, yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. But that's good for him for embracing it and things like that bring awareness. So if there's anything like that going on, we're going to bring those experts. People have questions. Let's talk about different things that help prevent that, like healthy lifestyles. I'm really big into diet, various diets, and I'll do them all. One of the, you know, one of the things is going on these various podcasts, meeting people. I do a lot of lecturing, and so I'll go to like Paleo FX is a yeah. great one. I love that conference. Great conference. Great conference, and got a, you know, the opportunity to actually uh, <clears throat> lecture this year. There, we'll probably be lecturing next year. Also, Michelle Norris called me up and said, "Man, we really want you to come back." There's a great example of the ability of diet to just completely change people's lives. Mediterranean diet being, you know, a profound anti-cancer diet. And, you know, we're going to hit in all that stuff. Sure. But it's not just going to be my opinion. It's going to be backed by science. We're going to sit there and talk about it. We're going to try and bridge that gap, like we mentioned. And if it's complex, because let me tell you what's complex. Something that's really complex is the endocannabinoid system. The ECS. And in fact, that actually leads into a little bit something else we, we may have neglected. And this is the Gut Check Project. But the Gut Check Project is basically brought to you by KBMD Health. So this is Ken Brown, Ken Brown Medical Doctor. So KBMDHealth.com is where you can find a lot of the research that we'll be posting. It's a brand new website. Started a week ago. And uh, from there, we'll be able to help bridge that gap and show your methods in terms of the research, the proof in science, what works, what doesn't work. And uh, you can even give us suggestions on people that you would like to see on Gut Check Project from kbmdhealth.com. You know, I don't, I, it's, we talked about PaleoFX. I think it was uh, three years ago sure. that uh, I went to PaleoFX, not as a speaker, just to check out to see if we should be a sponsor. And um, that's when I walked by the Elixinol booth. Oh, yes. And Elixinol is, I've since learned, is a company that is fantastic. They've been um, doing the right thing the entire time in Top the CBD notch. industry. Really, I vetted a lot of companies, and ultimately, this is the company that I partnered with. But it was really funny, because what happened is I walked by the booth, and a person who's now a friend, Christine, um, said, this is three years ago. 
hey, you do you know anything about the ECS? And I'm, I'm a medical doctor. I'm like, I know absolutely nothing. And she just proceeded to vomit so much information on me that I'm like, look, I'll buy a case, ship it to my office, and I literally hand it out hemp-derived CBD to my patients for free. And I just said, look, I don't even know what she was saying at that time because there was so much information and it was coming at me so fast. All I know is that just about every patient came back and said, I need more of that. And that's when I knew that, okay, I need to do a deep dive. So in the last three years, I've been really diving deep into this, doing more research. This is a functional medicine type research. We're going to find different ways to apply this, but using science. I want to have fun, but I also want to talk science. Yeah, we're going to have to talk science. In fact, we're going to get into that later today about the ECS and what it is that uh, it means to you. And then I think you and I can both completely admit that regardless through my anesthesia training or your med school and whatnot, ECS not talked about. We talked about the digestive system. We talked about the skeletal system, nervous system, et cetera. That particular system, which everyone has completely neglected. It's fascinating because it's just not talked about in medical school. And so when you don't talk about a medical school, it's, you know, we get busy yeah. and we don't know. That's our job. We're going to be teaching that. And we're looking over at one of our mentors here. We got music coming. I guess that means we need to take a bit of a break. That's the first half hour of Gut Check Project. Holy cow. Thank y'all for joining us. We will be back here at the bottom of the hour. How much time do we have? Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-452-1075. 800-452-1075. That's 800-452-1075. Fast. Track student loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. Have you done it you, you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror <laughs> i'm i'm one of those people you don't want to see naked i yeah most of us but i mean you look and you're going what the i know how did i get to whatever yes. yeah oh it's horrible hey there it's doc thompson and brad stags to tell you about a different way mm-hmm. to shed those pounds this is brand new tech it's only been around for a couple of years or so it was based on research from the university of california that said um, there's a molecule called oea that's found naturally in your body it produces it in the mediterranean diet that when taken in concentrated amounts it will actually make you feel fuller and boost your metabolism i've lost about 10 pounds so far it's amazing it. It now it really is cool a company said, we can take this to market and make this great product that'll help you. It's called RIDUZone, R-I-D-U-Zone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. It's Brad's work, to, it's worked mm-hmm. for Brad's, worked for me, countless other people. Go to RIDUZone.com and try today. You're going to love it. RIDUZone.com. Remember that, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. All right. We are back with the second ever half hour of the Gut Check Project. I just heard in my headphones a live ad read for Ridgezone. 
Ridgezone. You ever heard of that? I have heard of that. Oh, so, me too. Ridgezone, my good friend, Dr. Jay Yapuri, happens to be the medical director of that. And this is super exciting because Ridgezone happens to actually function like an atypical cannabinoid. That's a, the science that we could get into. The OEA. OEA. It's fascinating. It is an olive oil extract that when it gets into the small bowel, it gets broken down into something that functions like an endocannabinoid. It suppresses your diet. Um, I have no stock in the company. I don't know anything. I want to see Jay and his CEO. What's the CEO's name? Uh, Shashi. Shashi. I want to see Jay and Shashi um, excel. One of the things that I do want to bring up on this show for everyone, I want everyone to have all the knowledge. I want every company to succeed. I want every advertiser to do well. Basically, what I'm saying is a rising tide lifts all ships. It does indeed. Uh, just to reset, this is Dr. Ken Brown. This is his first episode of the Gut Check Project. He is a board-certified gastroenterologist. So we left off the last half hour talking a little bit about, well, why we're here, the whole idea. Let's get into a little bit more specifics here for this half hour. So you... Last half hour, you mentioned that uh, you're you want to build bridges between natural and medical science, and that's a it's a really kind of a flyover term. But there's a lot of depth to that, and I've seen a lot of that depth since you and I've been working together. So, why don't you go ahead and and tell us a little bit about what that is and what led you from going to med school, working as a gastroenterologist, all the way down to the road where you want to see what works on both sides, both medically and naturally. So. Like all things, I'll even go back to the med school thing. So Time. like all things, I think one of the most influential people um, that has affected my career is a guy named Leonard Woods, who was a physical therapist, somebody that I, I'll take it even a step back further. And so, cause we're going to have all these people as guests. So I grew up with a great friend named Junior Bryant. He played, ended up going to Notre Dame and playing football there. And 49er. Then, uh, 49er then played for about 12 years in the 49ers. Well, what a lot of people don't know is that his eighth grade summer, um, a water heater exploded and burned him and his mother. He ended up living with me because his mom was still in the hospital. So he calls me up from Michigan and says, the doctor is going to discharge me. I kind of need a place to go. I didn't even ask my parents. Right. Just said, you're living with me. Let's do it. Then told my mom and dad, hey, Junior's going to live with us. And so he spent some time with us. And a moment happened where the doorbell rang and a guy said, my name's Leonard Woods. I hear that you have a young man who's been burned. I'm a physical therapist. I want to help out like at night. It was like, okay. And then he ended up taking rehabbing junior, making him a state champion in shot put and going to Notre Dame, full ride football, playing whatever. And then junior always gave back to the burn, burn victims and burn, burn community. And now we're talking um, with him about CTE and football and all that. So it's really, we've kept the relationship going this whole time. Sure. But when you, when you have a moment like that, where somebody just altruistically rings a doorbell, of course, that creep people out now. Nobody rings a doorbell. You'd have to like no. text. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 thirty years ago. So thirty years ago, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, I don't want to date myself, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> so yeah. So anyways, he pulled up in his horse and buggy. And um <laughs> but uh so that that I wanted to be a physical therapist. And so I ended up doing um all through college, I worked in a burn unit and I just I did trauma victims and things like that. And then I ended up doing a uh, mentorship with Woody Leonard Woods. Mm -hmm. And when you really admire somebody and he pulled me aside and said, dude, you need to be a doctor. I think that this is, I think there's, there's more out there for you. And then that's when 
you go from believing, okay, I'm here, to the guy that I really admire says I can be here. Sure. And ever since then, it's just been a passion to just break down barriers and figure out ways and hopefully do it in an altruistic way and hopefully do it, you know, in the safest way possible and so on. So that's why I got into clinical research. So after I went to med school, um, did my fellowship two years into working at uh, DHAT, Digestive Health Associates, I started doing clinical research. And I, one of the first projects that I did was on a drug called Zyfaxin with Dr. Mark Pimentel. If anybody's ever had any experience with bacterial overgrowth called SIBO, well, he's kind of the godfather of that. He definitely is uh, located on California. And so when I saw the work that went into that, and I was one of the leading enrolling sites in the country for their first trial that ended up getting published in the New England Journal of Medicine. So they spend like $30 million to put this study out there. They go to, um, I'm going to be a speaker for them. I'm watching all this. This is fantastic. It's a novel treatment. It's safe. It's everything that I'm all about. It's new science. It makes, you know, it's all there. At the 11th hour, the FDA pulls the rug out from under them and says, you know what? We want more data. They had already hired a sales force. They had already had people that had moved their families. It's a lot of money and time. So much money and time. So there's... The whole machine is so much bigger than people realize. There's a lot of people in the pharma industry that are putting their whole life on the line for that. So it's not like this this good or bad. It's that these are just different industries. And, you know, we may have a few things broken. I think that possibly we allow devices to come to market maybe too quick. Look at a show called The Bleeding Bleeding Edge. Edge, The Bleeding Edge on Netflix. And that'll kind of get into that. And then on the flip side, I think that we have products the fda is just there to show if it's safe so at the 11th hour the rug was pulled and then they had to do a whole nother trial and that took about four more years well in that that period that's when i was looking at it and i was still in contact with all the scientists around the country and i'm like wow there is a big hole being missed here we could probably solve the problem using mother nature okay and that was the first time that I ever thought about anything like this. And the actual story behind this, if anybody's heard any of my other podcasts, my real story is I'm talking to Dr. Pimentel. He's explaining that we'll never be able to help the bloated person with constipation because they're producing methane gas. Zyfaxin doesn't affect the type of bacteria that produces that. At that time, my research manager, Brandy, comes into my office. She's like, why did you write methane on the board? I said, I just got off the phone. It's crazy. As it turns out... It's about methane, which is very time appropriate because that congresswoman, oh, I forgot her name. Somebody will have to remind me about that. That that young woman was talking about uh, greenhouse effect and how we have to get rid of cows. Oh, uh, Ocasio? Yes. (laughs) I just read that and I was like, oh man, we've been talking methane and cattle for a long time. Well, that's when Brandy goes, hey, when I was a policy writer for a senator in Iowa, They were trying to mandate that farmers put certain food products in the cattle feed to prevent the methane production in the stomach. I think she inadvertently on her website, her big thing was that she said cow farts were causing everything. Sure. It's really cow burps because it's a a ruminant. Right. And so that's what's happening. And that was the aha moment. I just went, holy cow. Literally. Literally, holy cow. Yeah. A bloated cow came through with all of this and- that's when I said, can you get some of that data, all sure. that animal data? Somebody did all the legwork for us. It's out there. Just nobody's taking the time to do it because everybody's focusing on drugs. That's, 
how we ended up developing Altron Teal, and I believe that's the tip of the iceberg. I believe that we can do this with other things. One of the things that we have in my back pocket, I have a, I have a good friend that uh, is an incredible researcher. She will find any article ever, anytime. And um, so if somebody has any questions about, hey, does this work? Let, you know, let's see what happens. A lot of times, the problem with doing natural research is that you don't even know what you're actually looking at. Right. And what I mean by that is there was a study that came out in 2015 where they looked at products at GNC, Walgreens, the major, the major players, and they showed that almost 79% of those products did not actually show what was in the capsule, what was on the label through DNA analysis. Right. So in other words, 80% of the stuff that you're taking might not be anything. Might not be anything, and I don't think that the people that are marketing those those uh, products really care. They only care that they got caught. Well, I mean, it could be that. It could be that they don't know that. They may the, not know. They may not know. I mean, true. they may have the best of intention. That I is mean, true. You know, certainly with Atron Teal, we hire our own third-party testing where Correct. they check the top, middle, and bottom of every single batch of natural ingredient. Elixinol does that also. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why uh, the KBMD Health. Oh, remember, uh, Atron Teal, go to lovemytummy.com. Forward slash Spoonie. S-P-O-O-N-Y. Right. Show some love with that because that's just going to only keep growing. And um, so when we start talking about natural research, the first thing we have to do is, are you looking at the ingredients that are on the label? And what I mean by that is a recent study just came out. For anybody that's taking melatonin, melatonin does amazing things for you. There's lots of evidence that it actually works on your endocannabinoid system. It can help with your acid reflux. It helps you sleep. And a recent study just showed that when they analyzed melatonin, it could be anywhere between 0.5% to 400% of what's actually in the label. Right. So when we start talking data, if I come to you and I'm like, you know, Eric, I would like you to start using Reservatrol as an anti-aging product. You show me the data and the data is inconclusive. It's all over the map. That's looking, the people that did the studies may not even realize they didn't spend the money to do third party because it costs so much money, how do they recoup it? No, you're right on. And I also think that in the natural space, number one, I think what you're alluding to is there may not be enough money in there to publicize the, the results. Another thing is when people are doing natural research, they're researching without prejudice. They aren't doing it to find necessarily just some pre, uh, predetermined endpoint. They aren't just trying to say this is going to work and we're going to make sure the numbers work. They're just doing research reporting the research and sometimes it just lays uncovered because it's not heavily funded. People don't know to search for it just as you described and it lays dormant until someone begins to put the pieces together. So kind of describe how that, uh, how that applied to you in, in terms of what you wanted to do to build a bridge between natural and medical science from understanding what natural could actually do to give real results. So in my practice, I'm seeing things in my own self. Like I said, I'm, i consider myself almost a biohacker to a fault. I will do everything. <laughs> I'll go on like one of my, you know, one of my favorite people is Ben Greenfield. And it's funny because he'll do anything to himself. I called it when I went on his show, whenever we do, we, we talk research, we always talk about the N of something, meaning the number of patients to have an outcome. And so it's the N of one, the N of two, whatever. And I called it the Ben of one because he'll do anything <laughs> to himself. 
I'm kind of like that also. I'll, I'll, I'll do a podcast. A patient will tell me something. I'm like, I'm on it. Yeah. Let's do this and see if it works. And I even saw in myself, I would order different brands of the same thing and I could see different results. So you know that there's different things going on. So the first thing is I wanted to make sure that anything I recommended to a patient was third-party tested. Sure. So they know exactly what they're getting. <clears throat> so if I say you're going to have um, better sleep because this melatonin is going to work, I know that Atrontil is NSF certified, so you can, as an Olympic athlete, you can take that. Right. There's certain certifications for that. That actually led to my own digestive group, DHAT. Actually, we're about ready to launch our subscription box where health arrives to your home. We're going to do that vetting for you, which is so cool that they're cutting edge enough to do something like that. So basically, it's a large GI group that uh, knows that their patients take supplements and they want to make certain that if they know their patients are taking supplements, which are over the counter and they have the opportunity to pick various supplements and uh, all different kinds of brands, this is a GI group. that's taking the step forward to say, okay, we know you're doing this. Let's help give you some guidance. Is that kind of what you're describing? That's exactly it. And this is all going on right now as we speak. So it's amazing. It's so cool. Um, this was actually presented. We have a unique opportunity. I'm with. I'm in several healthcare entrepreneurial groups. Um, I, I think you. I've seen you at the meetings. I've been to one or two. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in several groups, and uh, because of that, we're exposed to some very exciting people, both on the science side and the business side. Sure. And one of the people that we came in contact with, he said, "Look, if you guys are so concerned about the health in your community, take some ownership of it." Step up front and say, I want to at least vet these things for you. And in my opinion, if you cover the three primary pillars of health, which is gut health, all health begins and ends in the gut. If your gut isn't healthy, nothing else will be. Brain health. What's the point of all of this when dementia and Alzheimer's is exponentially increasing? Let's protect that. And then forget about the other side. Um, the epidemic of autism right. is going through the roof. So that's brain health also. Sure. And anxiety and depression and all the other things. And then ultimately sleep. If I can get, if I can fix a gut, protect their brain, and get people to sleep, they're going to have all the other things that they want in their life, which is weight loss, more endurance, better mental clarity, all of the above. Energy, happiness, it, it comes with, with those three pillars, no doubt. Yeah, so I'm super excited that my company, D-Hat, has decided to do this. I'm going to double down on this right now and say that I truly believe that we'll be the first large group to do natural research and just show unbiased research that knowing full well that there's not going to be a whole lot of financial recourse in it, but we're doing it because we care. And we want to change the landscape of the health and in our community and hopefully expand beyond our community through stations like Spoonie Radio. Sure. So it, nowadays you you definitely see kind of this uh, this weird split kind of emerging where if you were to go back to the 80s, it was if you're sick, go see a doctor and, you, and you're a physician. So if you're sick, go see a doctor. If you, and if you feel this way and you don't feel well, go see a doctor. And then ultimately at that time, of course, all physicians for the most part, want to do their best by their patients, but they can, they can only do it from the research and the information, the education they've received in school. Why do you think that we've had to shift over to natural medicine? Number one, number two, what is it that kept people from embracing some of the natural medicine? And then maybe even what are some of the limitations in leaving the medical world behind and 
ignoring still the good parts that could be in the medical side, all just for for natural. Because you say you want to build this bridge, what is it about the the good sides of both bringing them together to help people find relief that you found that this is a reason you want to help people build this bridge? So when we look at the pharmaceutical industry, what people don't realize is that the way that pharmaceutical companies can communicate with doctors has actually changed over the years. And they've done that probably for the good of the whole industry, sure. in my in my opinion. I mean, when I was in, in medical school, uh, it was pretty wide open. I, I, it's, I won't get too into it, but there's a whole lot of uh, pharmaceutical reps would have to spend the money to get the, hey, wait a minute. That reminds me of a story. They, they were doing their job, but yeah. Weren't you a drug rep at one time? It's not important. <laughs> the important thing is, is that you learn lessons and you move on. <laughs> so um, my man Eric here was actually, he's been in uh, multiple industries. I want you to tell the story because I think it's a really cool and I think it shows where you were at the whole time sure. about the hamburgers. Uh, Yeah, so we... We often were given uh, entertainment budgets, and I know that you were the uh, beneficiary of some of those entertainment budgets, both as a, a medical student and, of course, as a, a physician, because how else are you going to get someone's time to tell your message uh, you are a, a drug rep and you feel altruistic in your Yeah, message? this is not a – I'm not judging any sure. field or anything. It's Everything's a business. Everything's an industry. Everything's an industry. It. Yeah, it's really hard. It'd be really hard to, to see me – and get any attention if you're not, you know, bringing some food to my staff. It's just the nature of it, unfortunately. Well, and you have to get access because yeah. the the physician is there to serve the patients. And so, how else are you going to get access? But you have to basically entice and and make it okay for the staff to come and pay some attention to your message along with uh, the physician. So, um, we were given a very very large budget, and at the time, I had mostly a rural area that I serviced, and. Um, I just, I couldn't possibly spend all of the money that they kept allocating for, for us to spend. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, everything's measurable. My numbers by quarter were fine. And, uh, so I just got to a point where <clears throat> I realized I had all this entertainment money and I didn't really see any reason to just keep buying, uh, snacks and things that people wouldn't necessarily need or enjoy in the office. So I started going and buying just bulk numbers of hamburgers and going to poor sides of town, both in Ardmore and Wichita Falls, pulling up in my little company issued Jeep Liberty, opening up the back and, uh, and handing out hamburgers. And the weird thing that happened though, is one day I had bought, I think, uh, 40 something hamburgers from the two frogs grill in Ardmore, Oklahoma. And I drove to the East side of Oklahoma and there's a great guy up there. And at the time his name was Dr. Four. And I had already been by his office earlier that day. But he saw me, and he saw me with a bunch of styrofoam boxes handing it out to people in Ardmore. And um, he stopped me next time I saw him. He said, what were you doing? And I told him I was handing out hamburgers. That is what won over somebody who was more altruistic. He liked the fact that I was taking the money that he knew that, that most physicians know. It's a simple entertainment budget. And you're doing it to gain the attention of somebody that you're hoping will recommend your product to produce sales. But what I was really doing was I just saw a surplus and I thought there's nobody could benefit from this better than somebody who's just truly hungry today. So I bought a bunch of hamburgers and handed them out and it turned out that, uh, through just dumb luck, it turned into be a great sales pitch for me. <laughs> <laughs> doing the right thing. 
eventually pays off. It does. What you're basically saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then you know, I mean, we t- we talk about this that everything is still an industry. It's still a business. Like I said, these people are getting their products out there, and they have to get in front of doctors. And when we launched Atron Teal, um, I tried to get in front of doctors right away. I couldn't play in that sandbox. It's right. way too expensive. Right. So you know, we learned our lesson that uh, we're going to let them do that. Um, but people still have to make money. For instance, since we can't play in that. Sp- that sandbox we're playing on Spoonie Radio. Right. So go to lovemytummy.com forward slash Spoonie. Put in the code Spoonie, S-P-O-O-N-Y, um, and support companies like Atron Teal so that uh, you know we eventually can start doing some of this natural research. When you were asking earlier about why do you think there's this shift, why do you think the Chris Kresser and the Kresser Institute and the Cleveland Clinic and Mark Hyman and all these people and Dave Asprey are gaining so much traction talking about this kind of stuff. And I think it's because, um, a great example, when I was a resident, I was working in a geriatric clinic and uh-huh. people would come in and every time they go see a doctor. So if they're sitting there and they have, uh, you know, five or six doctors, every doctor is just given a drug. There you go. So as a geriatrician, so I spent three years working in a geriatric clinic, I would just look at their meds and go, don't take that, don't take that, don't take that, don't take that. I mean, you're 95 years old and you're on so you know, many pills, so many pills. So I think that people get very frustrated that they go to a doctor, they get put on a medicine and they're not getting the results that they want because of the internet and the information that is available, like shows like this, like shows like we're already talking about Chris Kresser's show and things Rob, like that. Yeah. Rob. The people are becoming informed. Sure. It's, uh, it's no longer, I'm just going to do what, what my doctor says. That's why there's this movement, this functional health movement. That's why I'm so excited about this member box that we're going to do with DHA. You know, you brought up something kind of interesting earlier, and you, and you said that uh, the FDA's purpose there with uh, drug research is to make certain that the drugs, most or foremost, aren't harmful. But then there's an element where they have to show a little bit of efficacy. What was the funny realization that you found that happens in the pharmaceutical or medical side for a drug to get approved for it to be recognized as making a difference over placebo versus what you were able to do with a natural product before you even branded it. And you realized I have something that's different. It's already safe, but it's actually making a difference. So in my space, in the gastrointestinal space, when you have a disease called like irritable bowel syndrome with the bloating and changing bowel habits, a lot of the drugs that are available, even drugs that I like, they got pulled off the market sure. after they found them to be unsafe, like Zelnorm. Mm-hmm. Everything's around 9 to 10% better than placebo. And they're really expensive. And so when we started figuring out natural ways to fix people, we're having better results. I mean, the reality is we can get four out of five people feeling better if you have the right symptoms. And it's natural. It's cheaper. It's affordable. So whenever I think of anything, is it available? Is it affordable? Is it effective? Those are the three things. Well, the FDA's main goal is, are you going to cause harm? Right. That's what they're really being paid for. Are you going to cause harm? Not so much, are we going to determine that this is a very effective product? We're just going to make sure you're not going to hurt people. And that's how new drugs come around. Um, I was looking at um, an article, and we can get into that in the next hour, because I think one of the things that we can really talk about a lot is, CBD, cannabidiol, the endocannabinoid system, and get into that and talk about how that interplays with certain diets. But 
as it turns out, the pharmaceutical industry is really trying to get involved with that industry, sure. trying to figure out how to manipulate different enzymes. One of the problems that we see all the time is that Mother Nature will do something, and then the pharma industry will need to have a patent on it. And so they have to extract and manufacture a molecule and then put a drug name to it and say, this is going to do this. And we've seen that time and time again. Without question. When pharmaceutical companies, what I'm learning in the functional space is Mother Nature seems to do a little bit better. You eat the right diet, you take a whole plant, you take the whole molecule and not try and mess it up, your body will figure out what to do with it. It'll work better. It'll work better. A great example, and a great example is that the Mediterranean diet, for instance, sure, is filled with molecules called polyphenols. Polyphenol. These polyphenols make vegetables colorful. They make fruits colorful. When you eat these polyphenols, they're poorly absorbed, but they go to your colon where your own microbiome, if you have a healthy microbiome, will break down these molecules into beneficial anti-inflammatory, anti-aging molecules called urolithins and different things like that. We're learning more and more about that. You cannot reproduce that with a drug right now because it's so complex. We're working with scientists down in South America, and I've, there's several PhDs that have come up. And when we go out to dinner and talk, they're like, it is these microbiome are doing things that we can never reproduce in the lab. It's very deep. It's really deep, really deep. And so, and and, you know, when you, when you talk about what the pharmaceutical industry does to make those isolates, that that's, that's a game they've been doing for quite some time. You hit on the fact that uh, I had some experience in the pharmaceutical side. I can still remember when they, when they launched Rosarum and Rosarum is melatonin, but it's an isolate of melatonin. Mm -hmm. And they told us that it would have 14 times the affinity to the, mt1 and mt2 receptors to induce sleep and even though they thought that little isolate was the trigger it actually underperformed it didn't do it any better than whole melatonin did and that's why you don't find it anymore i don't believe that's why i think that we're going to start seeing this whole shift back if we can just find a company that can bring some validity to it so that people can walk into a doctor's office and go look this study did show this it's unbiased this is what it came out this is what happened We need to start doing that, and it's going to cost even more money because we have to prove that it's third-party analyzed. We need to make sure that we team up with companies like examine.com or consumerlabs.com and make sure that everything comes through there, things that are certified, NSF certified, and so on. So, yeah, I mean, we're getting a little deep here onto that aspect, but that's why I'm so passionate about functional medicine because there's real hope. People go to their doctor and they get told, no, try this antidepressant, try this anxiolytic, take this, you'll be fine, take this pain medicine. Well, you know, this year we're making our first appearance, I believe, at uh, the IFM conference that'll be in San Antonio. Oh, the Functional Medicine Conference, yeah. That place is filled with physicians and it grows by number every year that are just in the same position that you are. And we meet more and more of them every year, MDs, DOs who have been trained in med school how to deal with disease and situations, and more and more they find it doesn't just exist in the pharmaceutical answers. There are things beyond that that are natural, diet, sleep, whatever related, that are going to help my patients feel better. And then look at the opioid crisis that we're dealing with. Did you see in the news today that a police officer did a stop and the woman handed him something and it appeared to be some sort of absorbable fentanyl? No. And he ended up needing Narcan, the cop, on a traffic stop. Oh. 
because of that. He OD'd by touching it. By touching it. That's ridiculous. I know. It's crazy. Man, I'd hate to interrupt this, Chef Patrick, but did you know that uh, the, the fish that are coming out of the uh, uh, um, Puget Sound are contaminated with uh, opioids? I... Because it's not filtered out during the water treatment process. <laughs> so it's... it's it's crazy. It's, it's nuts. It's fentanyl fish. Mm. Fentanyl fish. <laughs> <laughs> fentanyl flounder. Yeah, it's the new fin fish. Yeah. 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 If you want to double down, you have yourself some puffer fish sushi. Yeah. You can you know, you either can, the toxin or the uh, fentanyl that's going to get you. You can catch all your fish with a narco net. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the end of the first hour of the Gut Check Project. Thanks for hanging out. We will check up with you here in about five minutes. Is it five minutes? I guess. All right. This is the only 24-hour, take-anywhere platform dedicated to food and fun. We're Spoonie. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. As the Senate debates the Green New Deal, the biggest disagreement appears to be over exactly what is in the Democratic plan. Republicans say the bill seeks to turn the country into a socialist state, but Minority Leader Chuck Schumer insists those concerns are way overblown. They exaggerate. They tell mistruths. But Senator Mitch McConnell says there's only one green thing about the Green New Deal. The huge, unprecedented piles of middle-class families' money that Democrats are itching, itching to grab. McConnell is promising a Senate vote soon on the Green New Deal. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. A former Florida police officer facing up to life in prison after being convicted in the fatal shooting of a black motorist whose car had broken down along an interstate. 41-year-old Newman Raja shot 31-year-old Corey Jones in October of 2015. An American journalist detained in and then deported from Venezuela. Cody Weddell was freed several hours later and deported back to the U.S., said executives at his Miami-based TV station and union representatives. Weddell had reported from Venezuela for more than four years, most recently working as a freelance journalist for ABC affiliate Local 10 News in Miami. That's correspondent Zaria Shackley. Kay Ivey says it's the worst she's ever seen. The Alabama governor talking about the massive destruction caused by the tornadoes at pummeled Lee County last weekend. It's truly tragic. There's nothing but splinters left. Toothpick size, all broken up. As we talk about the loss of buildings and homes and livelihoods. So this is a horrendous devastation. The death toll in the small town of Beauregard stands at 23. Heavy losses on Wall Street, the Dow down 232 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Gold is a better way. Imagine Take the pain out of ordering your diabetic testing supplies with Diathrive. Diathrive ships the testing supplies you need directly to you when you need them. Best of all, with plans starting as low as $8 a month, Diathrive is probably going to cost you less than what you're paying today. Diathrive is so convinced that you'll love their service, they're offering your first month of supplies free. Simply type the code DOC, D-O-C, at checkout, diathrive.com. That's D-I-A, thrive.com. Never Forgotten Apparel is more than just a premium women's and men's clothing line. It's a movement to remind us to wear American-made and serve those who serve us. 
Our heroes. Never Forgotten Apparel gives 20% of their total sales to nonprofits that support homeless veterans and off-duty firefighters. And 50% to individual veterans and firefighters in need nationwide. Check out NeverForgottenApparel.com. Use promo code MATT, M-A-T-T, and get 15% off your purchase. Have you done it? You, you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror? I'm I'm one of those people you don't want to see naked. I yeah, most of us. But I mean, you look and you're going, "What the?" I know. How did I get to whatever? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Hey yeah. there, it's Doc Thompson and Brad Staggs to tell you about a different way mm-hmm. to shed those pounds. This is brand new tech. It's only been around for a couple of years or so. It was based on research from the University of California that said um, there's a molecule called OEA that's found naturally in your body. It produces it in the Mediterranean diet. That when taken in concentrated amounts, it will actually make you feel fuller and boost your metabolism i've lost about 10 pounds so far it's amazing it. It now it really is cool a company said we can take this to market and make this great product that'll help you it's called riduzone r-i-d-u zone.com r-i-d-u zone.com it's brad's work to, it's worked mm-hmm. for brad's work for me countless other people go to riduzone.com and try today you're gonna love it riduzone.com remember that r-i-d-u zone.com All right. We're back for hour number two. They have not kicked us off. The Gut Check Project trudges on. Oh, we beat the over-under. I'm seeing these guys exchange money over here. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> five. Yeah, you beat, yeah, by about uh, 14 seconds so far. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I just heard an ad for Ridges Zone, just like we did the last half hour. And uh, the person doing that live read was... Uh, the late Doc Thompson, want to give a big shout out to him and uh, to all of the crew here at Spoonie. Patrick, Ron, Tom, thank you all so much for having us. Uh, this is uh, one hour's in the books. This has been a lot of fun so far. It's hey. been a lot of fun, and this is this is one of those things where we said in the last hour that a rising tide lifts all ships. I really want to see these guys succeed. They're they're really busting their tail to get out there, and uh, you know something more important. Uh, if the if the people want to see what y'all look like, you know, um, the frog is very handsome, but I think they'd appreciate seeing the two of you as well. You can go to Facebook and go to the Spoonie Radio page. You can go to the Atron Teal page, and it's streaming live there. And uh, go in, watch the video, like it, and uh, it's pretty fun. Not to mention they can listen on Spreaker and also on iHeartRadio. You know, Chef Patrick, I think that was a great idea. We were just talking in between the, the sets there about how to get more views, and you you mentioned more nudity, and, uh, you know, I think <laughs> well, the naked a, chef already has that Eric, covered. Eric was so. a male model. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of nudity, uh, our CEO texted me and said, thanks for the shout-out. Be sure and mention my last name. So shout-out Chuck Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I think of nudity, I think of Chuck Scott. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, he shows his calves a lot during board <laughs> meetings. Um, in all seriousness, we do want to get back uh, a little bit on topic in terms of what we're trying to do here for our first ever gut check project, and that is basically lay down the format. What are we going to expect whenever you tune in each week to gut check project? Because this. Uh, this banter, of course, you you may see both of us. You'll almost always see Dr. Brown. It is not going to be the cornerstone. We will have some great guests on. We will be talking about a, a bunch of uh, great uh, topics from everything from uh, from research with stem cells to how to exercise to the cannabis industry to polyphenols to on and on and on various topics. But today, we're going to basically let you put a strong idea in terms of who is Dr. Kenneth Brown, and uh, why is it that he's he's doing this? So we left the last half hour talking a little bit about bridging the gap between natural and medical science. And as we move into the next half hour, let's talk a little bit about 
what it means to examine some other serious systems that have been somewhat ignored in the body, namely the ECS, the endocannabinoid or cannabinoid system, however you wish to pronounce that. Tomato, tomato. Um, so one thing I want to say briefly, you were, we were talking and you're super comfortable for the mic. I'm, I'm a little bit more nervous mm-hmm. with this stuff. I actually, uh, background for me, I've, as a child, I stuttered growing up. So being TV and radio and stuff is always stressful. But it's really cool that you were talking about what your dad taught you. Oh, because yeah. uh, your dad was in radio. He was. Yeah. And unfortunately, he died two years ago. Uh, yes. It'll be two and a half years ago. So shout out to him. Yeah. Hey, That's what's up, cool. What's up, Tim? Everybody uh, everybody knew my dad, loved him. He was, uh, for those who knew him quite well, I'm going to give a uh, good little moniker that he always said, which is, hey, guys. So uh, for those who... Who knew him? They they know that he did exactly. He would take that. you to the radio station when you were a kid. Uh, well, reluctantly, I <laughs> I like to put my hands on the turntables, so I think that he was uh, he tried not to do that too much. But yeah, he uh, I, I went to the radio station several times with my dad. My dad was in the meat rendering process, so he would take me, and I could play with the kidneys of cows. I was like five. <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> he led you to where you were and that was holding organs <laughs> introducing you to the endocrine system of uh and the correct. renal system of an animal correct so. that's a, yeah you're playing with that the um when i uh when i was in medical school at university of nebraska they they really want family practice uh, family practice doctors to go out to rural communities sure and so i spent three months at a rural community where the main industry was meat packing and Injuries would happen, and these doctors were overworked. And I'm a third year med student, and the stuff that would come in, I look back on that, I just go, "Holy cow!" That's a rough one. It was rough. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, I remember. Uh, we're going to get back to the ECS and all the other cool stuff, but everybody has to get to know us. They have sure. to know where I come from. Yeah, we like talking about meat. Yeah, we're talking about meat and uh, <laughs> talking about meat packing. And I, I speak Spanish. In the very first hour, I mentioned that my wife is Puerto Rican. My mother's Argentinian. We speak, uh, we're bilingual home. And um, I was working the emergency room in Lexington, Nebraska. A woman came in, pregnant, water broke. And I called the doctor on call and he's like, I'm on my way in. He's like, who is it? And he said the name. He's like, oh, this is like her eighth kid. She'll talk you through it. I'm like, <laughs> what? He's like, I'll be there. Don't worry. I'll make it. But <laughs> She's got this down. If it happens before. And she did. She talked me through it. She was just like, oh, you're <laughs> wash your hands, son. <laughs> She's like, your mask is on backwards. Yeah. I'm like, oh, got it. Uh, your name's Ken. Why are you crying? <laughs> yeah. Well, she didn't have that accent, but that's okay. Oh, that's just the one I default to. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting back to what you were saying. So props to your dad. Props to Doc Thompson. Props, props to, to your dad. Props to everyone that has taught us anything. Sure. Because it's Gut Check Radio or Gut Check Project. Gut Check Project. Uh, and we check our egos at the door. And we just learn from everybody. We do. That's our goal. So the ECS. So uh, we've, we've heard about the digestive system. We've heard about the nervous system, the skeletal system, renal, lung, pulmonary, whatever you want to call it. Why is the ECS new or is it new to us? This is one of those things where you walk up and props to Christine Thiel of Elixinol and Gabriel, the CEO of Elixinol, for grabbing me and making me listen and not buying me lunch and not taking me on a trip like you know we've I've had done with pharma industries. Sure. Just call me out. Just like, information. You need to know this. And they 
threw out a bunch of information. It was like vomiting. It was just, it was overwhelming. And now I know why it is because we have discovered a system in our bodies called the endocannabinoid system that's throughout your entire body. But the reality is if you were to think it and really simplify it, it links the immune system to the nervous system. And right there, two circles coming together, that's where the ECS lives. So although it does all kinds of crazy things, if you have anything going on in your brain, meaning anxiety, all the way from um, anxiety to seizures, it just sort of controls it and calms it down. It's a traffic cop. If you have anything in nerves, like diabetic neuropathy, or if you've got sciatic pain. Pain, yeah. Pain. And we're going to be writing about this on uh, kbmdhealth.com sure. a lot. Because I'm so blown away that I feel like I've been gifted the ability to learn about a system that none of my colleagues know about. I want to elaborate on that just a little bit because you said we're going to be writing about it. But I do want to draw a, uh, a good distinction here. Not that other people don't put in the time for research because there's a lot of people out there that do it. But I will say that if, if Dr. Brown, uh, if Ken ends up putting any element into a level of research to have something written – it's because it's actually happened. Everything that you've done, as long as I've known you, is, well, I've read this about it. Let's find out if that's true. And so that's really what KBMD Health is all about, is basically to spread the information, good or bad, about how something does, may or may not work. And so is, is that something that you found somewhat inspiring to be able to dig in deep whenever you first started working with uh, uh, CBD? You if I remember correctly, you're like, I'm just going to see if this works and find out what happens. Yeah. So the first, um, so what ended up happening is that three years ago, uh, I was at Paleo FX, which is a conference I like in Austin. And I was, I walked by the Elixinol booth and I got grabbed and I was being just poured information, didn't know anything about it. And I love the passion. Sure. So one, one thing that I will, will always be drawn to is passion. And so if you're passionate about anything, I mean, there's things I don't know about, and we're going to bring those experts here. Yeah. Um, we're going to bring essential oil experts in because I don't know about it and I want to learn. And um, Maritza Snyder right. is a uh, essential oil expert. She just published a book on that. We're going to bring probably her in to talk about it because we want to sit there and make sure that we're not leaving any stone unturned. But there's only so much time in the day. We're working with multiple companies, blah, 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 blah. I've chosen to die on the hill of polyphenols, atrontil, IBS, IBD, inflammatory bowel disease, okay. Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, and autism. Those are my stakes in the ground because I feel like those are the ones that we can make a huge difference and quickly. And there's natural ways to help all of those disease states. So you, you're not the only physician to have success in helping someone utilize uh, their ECS or activating their ECS to help them through some of those diseases like uh, inflammatory bowel disease. But you're one of the very, very few that I have seen who has been able to basically reach out within his patient population and say, would you like to try something a little bit more? So I've seen the success stories. I've seen them as they come through, through in their own words. Describe a little bit about what it is that you've been able to see as, as a market success. I mean, where people take regimented uh, biologics, which are, are, are good drugs for people who are suffering, but they have a regimen that they normally take them at at an interval. 
What happened with some of those that began to use the polyphenols in activation of the ECS? So the patient population that I really, really want to help that needs the help is the inflammatory bowel disease. And anybody that has Crohn's or colitis understands it. Sure. It's, it, it completely disrupts your life. The thing that people don't realize when you have gut issues, you can't not use your gut. I mean, Eric, if you have a swollen ankle, if you have gout on your toe, you'll just kind of be bedridden for a little bit. You'll tough it out, but your life, whatever. If you're stuck in traffic and you have ulcerative colitis and the people that have that, they get it. It's torture. Uh, this studio, the one drawback to the old Spoonie studio here, and I'm looking at Chef Patrick because I want him to move the studios that it happens to be. I'm a, I'm not much of a commuter. and uh, I, had to... <laughs> I can put a porta potty in the corner here for you. We'll just make well, sure you mute the mic, okay? Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's not so much that. It's just that uh, I'm, I, I, I literally think like that because that's what my patients tell me. They're like, I have to drive from X to Y. It's an hour commute. I have ulcerative colitis. I have Crohn's. Once I get in my own head, I am literally going to poop myself. Right. And then I'm going to have to get off, turn around, call my boss. When I hear that, I just go, that is, that is not good. That is disastrous. That will disrupt anybody's life. If your belly hurts and you can tough it through, that's one thing. But when, it, when your bowel is in control of you, we got to figure something out. And so one of the processes that actually does that is ulcerative proctitis, for instance. And so ulcerative proctitis is when your body attacks your own colon and it creates issues where it gets irritated and, and then you don't have a whole lot of control. Well, recently I've been, uh, we've been working with a, um, I, it, we just, it, I just love the fact that we have all these great partners, Brandon Allen of uh, Allen uh, Pharmacy. Yeah. And Denton. Yeah, that's that right? correct. Yeah, compounding pharmacist. Yeah, super cool guy. I was just like, listen, man, can you make me these? Can you take this CBD oil that I'm having so much success with, make some suppositories, and let's try it out? Well, I'm going to be publishing this data. It's incredible. It's 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 great. We're we're having success. It's interesting you bring him up because in a metropolitan area of over seven million people in the DFW area, he is one of two, I believe, one of two of all the pharmacists that is recognized as a functional medicine pharmacist. He actually is trained uh, in the realm of looking beyond what his own industry is built around, moving pharmaceuticals, which I think is amazing. He's, he is, he's on the other end. He's, he has the referrals from the physicians, and he's pairing what he believes to be the correct prescription, but augmenting that prescription with the right OTCs or supplements that can help his customers feel better. So that, that comes up to the hope thing. Sure. So we had mentioned earlier, hour one or hour two, I literally, and I feel horrible about this, I will get stacks of patient data from somebody that says, I heard you on this podcast. This is my, these are my medical records. Can you make a recommendation? And I'm just like, holy cow, I can make so many recommendations. Right. This is, you're part of the system that kind of got, a little bit, um, you get labeled. Right. And I think the problem is you get labeled. So Brandon or Brandon Allen or any other functional pharmacist or any other functional chiropractor, functional MD, anybody, what I at least like about the functional aspect is that you take a step back, you go, I'm not going to believe anything else that's been said. Let me just listen to you. 
And that's how most of it starts. Let me just listen. What's going on? And I've learned. And what I love is I just had a patient in and he was teaching me because his daughter went through something and he was explaining this and that. And I was like, I am, I am unfamiliar with this disease. Teach me. And it, it was fascinating. Basically made an appointment and I'm better, I'm better for it. Right. And this is the whole concept of let's all learn from each other. Correct. Well, you know, and, and, and applying that. So it's, uh, it's interesting that you say that uh, the aspect of functional and, and using OTCs or supplements to, to find out where they fit in. With Autron Teal, uh, your, your own first baby, <laughs> uh, we've, we've uh, found through Brandy that we've had lots of feedback of people who've had stories not like what I thought that we would find out. We, I felt like that we would have great success helping people find bloating relief, but some of the stories that have come in are how bad they'd been impacted by their gut distress very similar to what you described with the uh, the ulcerative colitis patient who's driving in traffic. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's a fascinating thing to me because when I treat the, when I treat the people and the, you know, the, the appropriate person takes our product, we really do change lives. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so what I'm seeing there, and then of course what, you know, there's the business side of it where we have to make sure that we, you know, I mean, we got 20 some employees now we're doing all this stuff like the, you know, we still have to, you know, uh, make the money to pay all that. But I show up every day and I just have people shake my hand, go, thank you. And I love that. That's, that's the sole reason why this thing even exists. This thing called Atron Teal, um, no matter what we're doing. Right. And whether it's, gutsy or the kbmd cbd oil it, it all it all comes back to one thing we knock down a wall right and i hope other people discover other polyphenol combinations i hope that Rigizone realizes that they're beyond weight loss they can crush it with doing other things because it functions on the endocannabinoid receptors and jay yapuri knows that and he's like i know he's a smart dude and Dr. J. Yapuri, partner of mine in DHAT. And it's just so exciting. But it's one of those things where, of course, we always talk about like this, death by a thousand cuts. Sure. You know, make the main thing the main thing. Some of uh, the great philosopher, Mike Logsdon. <laughs> yeah. You've made that up. <laughs> <laughs> MMA champion, Mike Logsdon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Ricardo's not giving him a black belt, but that's a whole separate discussion. <laughs> So one of the things that I'm kind of into is I've always been into jujitsu, and um, I've got a, uh, I've got multiple friends, Ricardo Abreu, Demente. Uh, just give Mike his black belt, will you? I mean, let's just get this over with. I'm a happier person. What are you waiting on? Yeah. What are you waiting on? Come on. <laughs> well, uh, so the discovery of Atron Teal and its launch obviously goes back to trying to find better answers, and then you've mentioned Christina Lixenall, and of course Gabe. And uh, and Leif Harrison and Chris Husong, um, when we think about the influence that they've had in terms of what Elixinol, and then ultimately pure high grade CBD oil with a regimented application with your patients has turned into good benefits, and that led all the way to you having your own label. Why did you decide that this was something that you knew that you wanted to do? Why have a physician recommended product? to complement what you are doing or attempting to do with a all natural polyphenol. 
What did how did that how did that fit together? So we'll start back with the original thing. Okay. Paleo FX, I buy a case. Wasn't cheap. I bought it at like retail price. Okay. Gave it away. Patients came back, said, I'm better. What are you better with? And it, it, side note, I remember you saying, I don't believe what I'm hearing. I literally told I called her out. I said, you know what? I love your enthusiasm. I love your passion. I'm gonna buy a case. Yeah. Just send it to my office. And I literally just gave it to patients. Right. And it was $240 a bottle. Yeah. It was not cheap. <laughs> it was not cheap. We walked home that day. Yeah. That. yeah. 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 And so, no, I had to, I, I think I signed up for Uber and I drove you home as the Uber <laughs> driver. So <clears throat> after that, I realized, okay, this is, this is exactly what, this is all about our message. Our message is to do the right thing and do it for the right reasons. So I realized that this is something really cool. Then I started looking at the science. Then I went almost a full year of just research, never even contacted them again. And shockingly, when you start diving deep, there is a ton of research out there that nobody knows about. Yep. Fortunately, I got my little ace in the hole that will find me any, any hidden article. She's anywhere. amazing. She's amazing. Um, and then the discovery that polyphenols actually augment your own endocannabinoid system by calming down the enzymes that break it down. So this is where everybody starts going down rabbit holes. All I'm going to say is this, you have, and I'm talking to you, have an endocannabinoid system, ECS, just like your digestive system. And your body produces enzymes that actually destroy your own molecules to help your endocannabinoid system. And it does this in times of stress. What? Stop and think about this for a second. If you're not sleeping well, if you're eating a bad diet, the Western diet, if you're chronically under stress, if you're driving from Plano to Fort Worth... It's not that far. Dude, I, come on, dude. I, I commute from Houston sometimes or Austin or wherever I happen to be. <laughs> Ken takes a helicopter to work. <laughs> it's, that helicopter is a 10-year-old Hyundai, but whatever. <laughs> so um, if you're going through this, living here, then your body ramps up the enzyme that breaks down your own special molecules called endocannabinoids. Those endocannabinoids work like a traffic cop. They sit on the opposite side of every other neurotransmitter being produced. So it gets a little complex, but if you can think of it this way, when you feel pleasure, it's because dopamine jumps from point A to point B. Woo! Dopamine. Feel good. Feel good. Right. That's also why addiction happens. Right. Feels good to gamble. Feels good to do some drugs. Feels good to do alcohol. Feels good. That's the feel good. Serotonin's the happy one. Right. Serotonin hops over. What the endocannabinoid system does is it works like a traffic cop on the other side. And he's like, whoa, way too much dopamine. You yeah. are enjoying yourself too much. He's up, Sidewinder. He's up. <laughs> Chill out. It's a traffic cop and it calms it down. Well, what ends up happening is. When you have a stressful lifestyle, the enzymes break that molecule. They, they tell the traffic cop to go home. Right. And then you seek reasons to fill those gaps. 
and that leads into a total spiral. So that's how come the endocannabinoid system is so important. And everybody's making it really complex, and it is super complex. So to put it in perspective, I've been trying to, so Elixinol, so I have, we have our own CBD and Elixinol has been very gracious with us and they want me to do a whole webinar and do all this stuff and I've been trying to figure out how to do it. And then I realized that, actually it was my son that brought it up yesterday. I was mm-hmm. trying to think about it. I was like, hey, um, I have a, I, I think there's three levels to this. I think that whoever you talk to, you have to be able to talk in different levels. White belt level, purple belt, black belt. My son yesterday just goes, it's a tree, dad. You have a trunk? Yep. Explain it. And then you can just keep going out as far as you want. And I right. went, that's brilliant. That's what we're going to do. So to Gabe and company, that's the science. It it's, is. it's basic, but we're, I mean, you can get as deep into the weeds as you want. It is so fascinating. Just like a neurologist would talk to you about the brain. They wouldn't just sit there and just go, the brain makes you think. Right. They're going to talk about the different parts of the brain, the amygdala, the hippocampus, the, the hippocampus, the cerebellum does this and that, blah, 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 blah. It's the same stuff. The endocannabinoid system can go that deep. And as I'm learning it, I'm learning to realize that, oh, it comes down to this. We need to allow our body to produce its own system. It's not that complex. Right. And once I realized that the molecules in Atrantil can actually stop the, the discretion. Yeah. Yeah. It stops the person that sends the traffic cop home. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's why I'm having so much success. That's why I'm crushing it. That's why we need to do more of this. Right. So, well, uh, let's see here. We've got about 30 seconds left in this half hour and, uh, we can hit on a lot more about the ECS polyphenols. What do we want to talk about the next half hour? Uh, I want to talk about movies. <laughs> nah, not really. How about people we'll have on the show? Yeah, we can do that too. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you here in about two minutes. Just like beer. It looks like you're losing. I am. Are I'm, you losing weight? I am losing. I've lost about 10 pounds. How are you doing it? It's a funny name, but I've done it with Riduzone, R-A-D-U-Zone.com, and the stuff works. It's, you know, you get into all that, the molecule this and the found in that. All I can tell you is it, it's a, it makes you feel full and it keeps your mind off of wanting to overeat and also boost your metabolism yes, so you're it burning does. more yeah it try does. it today it's going to work for you like it's worked for brad and countless other people riduzone.com r-i-d-u-zone.com are you tired of high cable tv rates sign up for a dish today and get a 500 dollars bonus offer while supplies last plus lock in your price for two years guaranteed call all american dish your dish authorized retailer now 800-570-6630 800-570-6630 That's 800-570-6630. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Have you done it? You you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror? (laughs) I'm I'm one of those people you don't want to see naked. Yeah, most of us. But I mean, you look and you're going, what the? I know. How did 
I get to whatever? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson and Brad Staggs to tell you about a different way mm-hmm. to shed those pounds. This is brand new tech. It's only been around for a couple of years or so. It was based on research from the University of California that said um, there's a molecule called OEA that's found naturally in your body. It produces it in the Mediterranean diet that when taken in concentrated amounts, it will actually make you feel fuller and boost your metabolism. I've lost about 10 pounds so far. It's amazing. It really is cool. A company said, we can take this to market and make this great product that'll help you. It's called RIDUZONE, R-I-D-U-Zone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. It's Brad's work, uh, it's worked mm-hmm. for Brad's, worked for me, countless other people. Go to RIDUZONE.com and try today. You're going to love it. RIDUZONE.com. Remember that, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Good morning. It's a good morning. It was kind of uh, kind of cold here the last few days, but this is the Gut Check Project coming from you or coming to you from Fort Worth. I'm Eric Rieger. I'm uh, joined by your permanent host, Dr. Ken Brown, and uh, we enter our last half hour of the very first ever episode of the Gut Check Project. How are you doing so far? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, for uh, my very first radio show, we've, we've cruised through an hour and a half like it was 15 minutes. Man. Yeah. There's a lot on our brains have we talked have, have we even said anything well listen we, a quick little recap so what we did over the last hour and a half is we talked a little bit about dr brown he is a board certified gastroenterologist he's incredibly interested in bridging the gap and what that means essentially and tell me if i'm wrong is that you want to find the good things and the bad that you can uh, discover both in medical and natural science and help guide people to solutions that are going to work for them both to eliminate as many possible side effects as possible, yet delivering relief. And ultimately, when people feel good, they feel happy. And that's ultimately what we're after. It's funny that you say that because we, we have this thing where I'm saying bridging the gap. But every one of my partners wants people to feel good. Sure they do. Feel healthy. Every doctor that I collaborate with wants people to feel good and feel healthy. They're just probably too well. The reality is the information's not been presented to them not in been the right presented, way. Right. And that's what we need to do. That's what I mean by bridging the gap. We need to present the information in a way because all of my partners in my office, in my practice, in my group, um, the doctors that I collaborate with, the surgeons I use, the primary care doctors I work with, every single one of them wants the same thing for their patients. They want their patients to get better. So we had talked in the last hour about why you think that the functional medicine movement is growing. And I think it's growing because of information, purely information. People get on the internet and they do this. But the reality is I encourage you to talk to your doctor and say, Hey, I heard this incredible show on Spoonie radio. It's the biggest thing that's ever happened. I hear Joe Rogan's coming on soon. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, but the, but the reality is that a lot of patients, I think, are scared to talk. And if we, all we have to do is change the movement. We can make everybody a functional doctor. Without question. What a functional doctor really does is they just stop, listen, don't judge, and say, how do we change this through lifestyle? Right. And that, um, that is how I want to bridge the gap. The more and more I think about it, I want to have the science. Ultimately, I'm very happy doing research. I really want to see, hey, does this work? Can we come up with X, Y, and Z in a natural way? You, you told me in, in the past that one of the things that you felt like that was allowing people to 
basically perceive the natural movement growing mm-hmm. is, and it was the lack of, of exposure. It wasn't that people didn't want to hop on board. It was the lack of exposure. And if you look at the amount of, and it, it is what it is. It's not good, bad, or indifferent. It's just money. The pharmaceutical industry has money. And when you have money, you, you use it to your advantage and you should because you're a business. But from that perspective, when you have the money, you can fund the studies. And when you have things that are like a, a drug that can be patented or, or an isolate or things that can only be packaged and they aren't necessarily natural, well, now you have something that's proprietary and that can be protected. And that's where that's why money backs things like that. And oftentimes people don't turn to a natural solution, maybe because there's not enough money to show all of the research that's actually gone into the natural side of things. And things don't get discovered because there's not a money train back there pushing that information. It's done without prejudice. It's done without intent. It's just it's just research. But we are we're shifting back to the natural answers. So we'll so I'll give a couple examples here. Um, when we first launched Atrontil, went down to the American College of Gastroenterology, where I've given lectures at, where I feel like I'm I've got friends and it's the largest uh, gastroenterology conference. And we had a booth and people were coming up and we had some small studies, small according to them, because we're talking to people from Harvard and Johns Hopkins and so on. And they make a living by doing these studies. They make a living by getting grant money from these drug companies and so on. And um, I don't know if you remember, but there was the doctor that came up, really cool, don't remember where he was from. And he goes, You know, I love your idea. If you had data on this, I would be all in. Right. And we were still raising money to do this company. And I said, you invest, give me $250,000. I guarantee that I'll have that data for you. And then you will have a stake in the company. You'll be able to do this. And he went, no, just do that. I was like, do you see what I just, what I just said? Yeah. It takes money, my friend. And I'm so confident that we can do that. And I remember I went to a dinner one night and um, actually this is kind of a funny story. I'll, digress quickly so um i did multiple other studies besides the zyfaxin study one of them was a i did a lot of inflammatory bowel disease and i um, really want to fix that problem crohn's and colitis so there was a dinner at a a nice steakhouse here in dallas Mm -hmm. and when i showed up i as i always do i tend to show up late because i'm working showed up a little bit late and they put me the waiter grabbed me and put me in the very front of the room, which I don't like being on, but more of a back room kind of guy. <laughs> and it was April one. Didn't put the two and two together. Sure. And the guy speaking, um, the professor that, that they had brought in from some other university was looking at me the whole time going, do you understand? And like yelling at me. And I was like, what are you, why is he singling me out? This is nuts. And I ordered, you know, the, whatever steak, the usual stuff that you get at a steakhouse. And they brought me dry fish and dry salad and water. And I ordered wine. And I was like, um, yeah, you got my you got my order wrong. And I started getting more upset. Well, the guy was like, is everything fine? And I was like, okay, this is nuts. I did this study. And the guy, I know the guy wasn't even part of the study. Right. That's where I kind of lost it. Right. I was a little irritable at this point because my service was bad. And I was like, <laughs> look, man. What you're putting up there is a, is a graph where it showed patient satisfaction. But what they allowed the patients to do was, are you extremely better, way better, mega better, gooder, 
<laughs> or everything's it's all good. Nothing's you know? bad. <laughs> yeah, that, nothing's bad. Yeah. So you're gonna get you're gonna get movement on this regardless. It sure. was a it was a phase four study, which is more of a marketing it's a stack study. Deck. So I get it. It's a total stack deck. So I kind of lost it. I said that. I was like, were you part of the study? Right. I said I was part of the study. I know exactly what the questionnaire was. Right. I thought it was hilarious from the very beginning. It was a phase four. Now I live in a glass house. I did accept a check to do that study. Sure. So I get it, but that just tells me where it's going with it. Um, what's really funny is after that, I kind of lost it and I got up and I walked out. I was like, Hey man, I ordered a steak, glass of wine, salad. What's going on? They're like, Oh, well, we were informed that you are a recovering alcoholic. You're kosher, gluten-free, dairy sensitive, and just named off about 10 other things. And I went, who, who, who said that? Right. And they pointed and my staff was in the restaurant. They'd gotten there earlier. It was April 1st. <laughs> April Fool's Day. You were the fool. <laughs> I was the fool. And I nice. was like, well played. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the but the poor professor, the visiting professor was like, Wow. Yeah. He that, went Oh, he, oh, and they said I was deaf. They said I was hard of hearing. That's why the guy kept yelling at me. <laughs> really enunciating his words. Yeah. <laughs> Lots so, of eye contact. Yeah. So I was like, man, the, the, the deaf, celiac, dairy intolerant guy's a jerk. He, he is really angry. <laughs> he doesn't like surveys. Yeah. But it, it kind of brings up the point that, um, you know, when we present data, right. there's two sides to every single story. Sure. And that's all I want to do is I just want to present the data on natural stuff. <clears throat> We've got, we're part of several or a couple entrepreneurial health groups and i think that some people have some great anecdotal data on certain things that work right i would love to sit there and say yes absolutely let's see if this works well that's a challenge right in the natural space a lot of times people simply just want to say look i know that this has worked with x y and z patients i just simply don't have the funds to produce a reproducible study i don't have the funds to bring somebody through so that i can have a biostatistician prove that my concept, my application, it will actually work in another setting. And I believe them when they tell me that, and that's their limitation. And it's exactly what you told that doctor when her ACG it's, I need a quarter million dollars to prove this is, do you have that? Yeah, exactly. And the beauty of the studies that we did with Altron is that there were unadulterated data, right? And so we did that. We did the data first. Third-party biostats. And then we had a statistician look at it. Yeah. And she's the one that said, look, if this is real, she goes, it's going to work. Even though it's not a 50,000-person study, your p-value, meaning the likelihood of it happening by chance, is so low that if you put 100 people in, 1,000, 10,000, you're going to get the same numbers. Right. Which is what a good statistician will do. And um, shout out to her. Um, at UT Southwestern. Right. Like, this is no joke. Like, no joke. We, yeah, and th this was all funded by me at the time because we had no company, nothing. So since then, we've maintained the same numbers. Right. Which is exactly what she said. Right. So now I feel confident that well, let's look at some stuff. Let's hire the right person to do it. Let's set up the right study. And you don't need what the FDA wants, which is we need to prove its safety. These, what the beauty of the functional medicine world is that these products have already been taken by millions and millions and millions of people. Oh, great story. Right. Today, just launched um, out of England. Omega-3 has been shown in a study to help with musculoskeletal injury. Interesting. Yeah. 
So it came out and it talked about the inflammatory process. Right. How does that happen? Hmm. They didn't have a mechanism of action. Omega-3 is a fatty acid. Right. Mm. Mm. What would a fatty acid do in your body? A fatty acid gets converted to anandamide and 2-AG. What does that happen to affect, Dr. Brown? That is used to build your own endocannabinoids. Have you ever looked into the endocannabinoid system? So when you start looking at scientists that are figuring out how to augment that system, omega-3s, DHA, fatty acids like that, Help your body to do this. Why are these molecules? A study will come out and it'll say, oh, it looks like fish oil doesn't help with heart disease. And then a week later, someone will be like, yes, it does help with heart disease. Right. I can tell you it'll help your brain. Right. I can show you on a molecular level if you're taking the right one. Sure. I can also tell you that I've had friends that have been in the industry and said that it is a scary industry. Well, how about on top of this, some of those studies, and when you and I had this discussion several weeks ago, some of the studies that people have tried to prove or disprove in terms of what supplements may or may not work, natural or otherwise, might actually be tainted when the testing agency doesn't even know that what they may have been using might not have actually been the active ingredient in terms of what they were using. So having supplements, if you are someone who uses supplements, having a supplement that is certified to be exactly what is in there and have a authenticated certificate of authenticity or a COA by a third party to show that what is on the label is actually what is in the container is very, very important. You may find a study where someone says that omega-3 did X, Y, and Z, or then another follow-up study says, no, it doesn't. Now we're led to believe that there could be some problems with people thinking that they are testing a particular supplement or an element and looking back on it, they may not have had the correct active ingredient. That could that could apply to any number of various supplements as well. Oh, 100%. And we don't know if the dosing is right and all these other things. There's still lots of questions. Sure. The fact that we have these things that are readily available and multiple companies produce them, and yet the science is probably not where we need it to be. No. It's just wide open field. Wide open. You give me, you give me a little bit of scratch and we're going we're gonna to run down there. Or let's let DHAT do it. If DHAT and their member box can um, give proper supplements to people, proper supplements meaning those that are vetted to help you protect your brain, sleep, protect your gut, then when people come to us and say, hey, we have this. Right. I have something called Riduzone. Right. Can you tell me if this actually helps with weight loss? Now or, they, now, or why? Or why. Now, what's cool about Riduzone is – is, uh, I'm just a I'm just a fan of the company and of Jay. Um, what's cool about that is that they they did the studies, and right? If you, and if you talk to CEO, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, like six seven years ago, right? I've been sitting behind the eight ball this entire time. That's how hard it is. I know exactly what it's like when you have a company here. I have investors. I want to pay back my investors as quickly as possible, but I also want to do it right. I want to build the company. I want to do that." I know that Elixinol, the reason why my name, this brand, KBMD, is on Elixinol is because I did my homework on the company. And Gabe and company, um, they've done everything on the up and up. They've got certificate of analysis. They can show me everything. There's a reason to do things the right way. There's a reason to do it. So let's talk a little bit about what it would would, uh, mean uh, with your experience in doing clinical trials and gathering clinical data, not only with Autron Teal, in the the various polyphenols that didn't make it in this 
in this box. You didn't just run with something that somebody said would work. You actually tested it to find out. So what does that mean in terms of, and just try to think of the landscape here, not every state is well and, and wide open with allowing CBD to be used in the same way that if you were to compare one state that allows um, uh, medical and uh, recreational marijuana to one that allows nothing. And if you were to compare Utah and uh, in California currently right now, politically, they are completely different in the ways that they observe that industry. So as a medical doctor, knowing that you've seen real results, one of the ambitions I've heard you talk about is being able to put clinical data behind something like a CBD uh, supplementation, because as you've called it, it truly is a micronutrient to give to people to help them find relief and basically apply it to disease. Now, if we're in Canada, we could say treat disease, but apply it to a disease or a symptom. And then even if it happens to be combined with a polyphenol, whether or not it happens to be your highest purity brand of KBMD CBD uh-huh. or polyphenols don't necessarily have to come from Atrantil, but we just want to put together the data that people can use to find out how they can find relief and feel better. So what does that mean to you to be able to put clinical data behind something like KBMD CBD? So what I want to do is I just want to clear up everything. So this is not a disease state. Right. What I want to do is just educate. And these are, I'm, I'm looking at the list of articles that we have coming out shortly. Um, one of them that I'm going to be really proud of as a gastroenterologist, I don't deal with it a whole lot, but I had, I sort of had the hero's journey happen to me when I had a young man that was brought into me by his mother because he had extreme, um, or he was on the extreme side of the autism spectrum disorder. Sure. And she noted that whenever his belly would act up, he would become, as he aged, it was easier to handle when he was little, but now I'm an adult doctor, 17, 18 years old. Now you have a 17, 18-year-old young man who's hard to control. And when we started to fix his gut, everything started to get better when we added the CBD to it, next thing I know, she's like, this is the best he's been in 10 years. I'm like, okay, I cannot ignore this. Right. This is a, this is something that has to get out there. I'm not an autism specialist. We're going to bring autism specialists on, but I do have people that can do great research and we've got a huge, um, very high level. I've read it. So this would be the same formula. It would be, it would be the exact same formula, but very high level. Um, not something for the lay public. This is something to sit with a couple PhDs and hand them and go, this is the mechanism of action of how polyphenols affect it and how cannabidiol affects the receptors in autism spectrum disorder. I'm not treating anything. Right. You look at the data. Right. You look at the mechanism of action. And this is how I've always been with everybody. I brought up essential oils last week. I just have not had the time to look at that. Sure. But if you can tell me a physiologic reason why that works so well, Beautiful. Right. I'll at least look at it. And that's how everything has to be approached in life. Not stick your head in the sand and ignore what's going on. It's so interesting because medicine as an industry, because it's an industry now, but it began as a practice. And that practice was to find innovation, to find new ways to help people who are hurt. And it's so strange that now if you get admitted to med school, that you go in and basically you have a rote education and you are fed the didactics, right? And then by the time you're out, it's almost prohibited to think outside the box. So innovation 
for many people becomes stymied, stifled a little bit. You don't really keep exploring. That's a little bit of why you and other physicians who've looked beyond the uh, just the regular stuff, you, you get noticed because you're willing to look outside. And that's where innovation really kind of comes that's from. That's where everything is. If you look at the history of medicine, there's always somebody that sees just outside the box and goes, oh, <clears throat> I'm going to get my history completely wrong here. This is not my thing. But George Washington? No. Lincoln? Johns Hopkins. <laughs> Johns Hopkins. Johns Hopkins and two other surgeons in late 1800s Prior to that, surgery was barbaric. Right. If you had something wrong, it was, I'm going to get you drunk, I'm going to gag you, about eight people are going to hold you down, and we're going to cut your leg off. And then it was discovered the lidocaine-style molecule. Well, there was a period there, and if you read this, it's really fascinating, where lidocaine and then cocaine Mm. are molecularly similar. Right. And then it was determined that cocaine could be used as an anesthetic and to decrease blood flow to certain areas and improve things. So there was like a decade-long period where every resident was completely coked up and they were just working 24-7 Yeah, because they didn't realize that this was actually going on. And um, That was the era of the first dance club, if I remember right. We're <laughs> 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 doing surgery over at Johns Hopkins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, the, so, so many things came about that. So if you look at the... If you look at the surgical waiting room, glow sticks were developed, pacifiers were developed back then. <laughs> I mean, it was it wasn't just cocaine, but anyway. So being innovative like that, th- then they developed bupivacaine, and then they developed all these other canes sure. that block nerves. Right. Well, it was through this process, and then suddenly cocaine becomes this thing over here. But really, the cocoa leaf has benefits. Right. Um, in the country of Peru, they know that they make tea out of it. They do things like that. But it's. At the history of medicine. Let's get back to the guy that figured out that ulcers could be caused by bacteria. Helicobacter. Yeah. That's exactly the same paradigm shift that took place with the bacterial overgrowth. You've got a guy that was convinced, an Australian gastroenterologist that was convinced that ulcers were not in your head. It wasn't because you were stressed. It wasn't because you're just a strung out, you know, you've got a bad marriage. No, you have a bacteria. And he had to prove it by almost dying. This is the time and time again. Like there are doctors that have this belief that have literally Louis Pasteur that have put everything on the line to do it. I did a podcast where they asked who I admired. And I realized the people I really admire are the ones that put their life on the line for their belief. Right. I don't care who you are, what it is. It's passion. It's passion. They were committed. Let's talk a little bit about what to expect because we're we're getting close to winding down on our Mm -hmm. Very first full day show of the Gut Check Project, and um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait, interrupt because since Patrick, we're new to the radio thing, we've got we, we have Chef Patrick. Hey, hey, yeah, I'm sorry. So you know, I I've um entered about eight years ago, nine years ago, into the uh, medical marijuana slash CBD side of the business. Okay. Right? Um, and and I th- so I've been looking for a product. I, you know, my my children have a, a condition called. Do you mind if I we? I just want to talk about the product for a few minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. I'm going to bring it up on my show as well today. So, cool. um, but can we talk about the difference? I mean, where does CBD come in on the spectrum of cannabidiols? Because you have THC, THCA, CBD, CBG, CBN, all of these components, right? And people get confused. So one of the big the big roadblocks I run into is, oh, I can't take that. I'll get high. Okay. Is that something that you've had to address? I mean, because it really has nothing to do with, uh, it's not a, um, what do you call it? A um, psychoactive. Psychoactive. It's drug. not psychoactive. I will, 
I will change that. Mm-hmm. I will say it's not intoxicating. Oh, that's true. Because okay. it's extremely psychoactive because it actually works on the receptors in the brain and that's really what it does well. Yeah, and so Texas is uh, you know, it's it's not it's not Colorado, it's not California. They've no. been they've been dealing with this for a long time. So I do deal with this a lot. And this is why I think if we science this up a little bit mm-hmm. and we explain it, but we have to do it the way that my son described. Do it as a trunk. It's it's a traffic cop. Then you get into 2AG and anamide. Mm-hmm. Then you get into CB1, CB2. Then you get into PPAR gamma. You get into TRPV1. Then we get really then, geeky with it. Then you get geeky, geeky, <laughs> geeky. And it's just like any other system in the body. But you know, I have a, I, to put it in perspective, I remember um, when I did my internal medicine training, you have Harrison's internal medicine book. It's this thick. This thick. I don't know if anybody can see This thick. <laughs> It's it's a big thick book, and one of my professors in medical school just kind of laughed um, when you'd ask a question. He goes, he goes, it's in Harrison's, right? He's like, where? He goes, right after the chapter on how to fix your Harley. <laughs> he goes, Everything's in Harrison's, and you know, it's just like oh, this is also the same professor that when I was, he would. Uh, you, this is old school medical school where they could be a little more abusive and get away with it. So, <laughs> it's like a fraternity. Yeah, it was. So you could just see this, this clinical professor would like load up different things. So you would do these didactic rounds where you'd go around as a group and then he'd be like, you know, you know, Mr. Brown, what would you do for this patient? You'd say something. And he'd be like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to need you to fill this out. And it would be an application to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> in front of the patient <laughs> that's true socratic method right there yeah, yeah it is yeah. Uh, or or he would he would pull out a oxygen thing he's like clearly you're hypoxic why don't you put this on <laughs> while the rest of us discuss medicine well harrison's was this thick and it had everything in it well then guess what i become a fellow and i'm only studying the gastrointestinal tract and i have an encyclopedia of four books that thick right so it took me three years of internal medicine training, three years of GI, and I still consider myself a luminologist, meaning I like the colon and I like the stomach. I'm not, I admittedly will defer the pancreas to my partners, Goldschmidt and Ackerman, and I'll defer the liver to our other partners that are hepatologists. Sure. And the endocannabinoid system is the same way. I want to become an endocannabinologist. The world needs it. And that's not a joke. The world needs a, uh, a, a study of endocannabinology that would be associated with uh, medical didactic training. Yeah. So it, I agree. I will be your number one student. I will be listening every week. Yeah. I'll well, be the, it's, well, you're it, listening every week because you're behind the window anyway. Wow. Somebody has to, somebody has to check you over there. Somebody has to keep you in line. And then, um, you know, we're going to talk about, uh, well, okay, so we got two minutes left for our two hours. There's a few other things we want to talk about here. Yeah. Number one, our guest coming up. Number one, our guest. Uh, next week, we will have a uh, cannabis expert from the new uh, medical legal uh, use of uh, marijuana in Oklahoma to talk about that industry and the research, as well as what it's like to basically forge this new industry there's a lot of people. And that, what I love about that is that he has Texans going up with no knowledge. No knowledge at all. That's and the so, beauty of it. And, and, and it's, not, it's not about going up there to, to party. It really is about going up there to educate. And that's really where they're coming from. And uh, so they'll come down and, and visit with us next week. Um, and then the week, a week after that, we may end up having a, uh, someone who's in fitness. Um, not long from now, we're going to have 
a stem cell expert join us, as well as a uh, uh, someone who's helped with the recent farm bill. Uh, Joy Beckerman should be coming down from Colorado to uh, to visit with us as well. So we we keep lining him up. Go to kbmdhealth.com and check out Gut Check Project if you have any suggestions on people you'd like to see on the program. And getting back to it, this is not just a CBD or a polyphenol thing. No. This is a Spoonie. This is a life and fitness show. Remember, nothing's off the table. We're going to sit down with Chef Patrick and talk about different uh, recipes, how to make things. Uh, I met with a... Uh, I can get all geeky on the food side for you. There we go. I like that. The chemistry of food. When I was on with Doc Thompson, we actually talked about that. Like, I want to say, look, if you add this, you'll have urolithin. That's an anti-aging molecule. We can geek out with that. There's um, other chefs have approached me. They're like, I want to talk about keto diet. I want to talk about... Like, this is beautiful. We're like, everybody's swimming towards us. It's right. so exciting. Right. They definitely are. There's, there, there is a lot in the landscape to cover. I plan on having several, several shows. So we want to get to as much as we possibly can. How can people reach out to us to give us ideas? They can always go to kbmdhealth.com. We have a connect page. You can pan down and there's all kinds of topics. If you don't happen to get the right response, just know the website is only about a week old. There's going to be some <laughs> bugs in there. So keep trying. We will get back to it. 15 seconds, most important. Please, everyone, share the word here. We are trying to support this station. Thanks so much for joining us on the first ever Gut Check Project. It. Woo! Let's kick ass, dude. You too. This is the only 24-hour, take-anywhere platform dedicated to food and fun. We're Spoon... It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Access Netflix, Prime Video, Live TV, and more with the Xfinity X1 Voice Remote. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.